Welcome to Being Confident From Within with Natalie Potts, the podcast that shares what it really takes to be confident. I'm passionate about helping people grow businesses with confidence. Does it seem like everyone around you is naturally confident and sure of themselves? Well, the chances are they have self-doubts just like you. I'm in conversations with inspiring individuals to share what confidence means to them and to help you find ways to believe in yourself and create confidence at any time. Andy, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. It's uh, it's it's lovely to have you on. I keep saying a privilege, so I'm going to say it's lovely to have you on. <laughs> thank you very much. It's absolutely lovely to be here. Sharing <laughs> loads around confidence, hopefully. So yeah. it's great to get a few more um three more guys on actually because sometimes confidence isn't something that's easy to share um it's, it's sometimes maybe maybe that's my narrative actually that's something I, my coach would challenge me on but um yeah it's, it's, it's I always find it really interesting to get into conversations with with guys around this area so thank you no uh, you're welcome I think you're you're right I think there is still a massive stigma um, around as much yeah. as the good work that um that is going on to remove the stigma it still exists certainly with people from certain generations I work in a very male dominated environment in the in the RAF um, so I I speak to a lot of uh, men about uh, various various subjects and and yeah it's still admitting vulnerability is a uh, is a huge challenge uh, to men well I love the fact you've just gone straight in on that one because it's massively coming through um with these podcasts but let's just go back a little bit just just share with everybody um who Andy is and yeah. and, and what Andy does uh, so Andy Nizovich, I am for the next couple of months a leadership and management trainer for the RAF. I predominantly teach um, people who've just recently been promoted to sergeant uh, the concepts, the theories of leadership, but um, and then pl- applying them in a practical sense. It's a fantastic job, and I love it so much that I've decided to leave the RAF and set up on my own as a leadership uh, trainer. Um, I'm also a student coach with the coaching. Academy, Touchwood. I'll be finishing by October, November time, um, and then I'll be able to use uh, those coaching skills to complement the training. I've got a couple of programs swirling around in the head that I think will be that will work brilliantly. Amazing. So you slightly touched there on vulnerability. Tell us more around what confidence means to you. Uh, so confidence uh, for me uh, is is something that's hugely internal you can't teach it but you can develop it and I think it starts right from childhood those uh, those people who are major influencers in our lives um, our parents our carers our grandparents uh, any siblings etc um, they they generate influences they generate those beliefs those biases that we grow up with between the ages of two and seven as we go into school then our teachers have massive influences and if they're all positive influences that are supportive encouraging they celebrate you they pick you up when things don't go well then you can develop an internal confidence right from a very very young age um Unfortunately, not everybody has an existence like that. Uh, so, uh, so confidence might have to be developed at a, at a later age. But it, it's uh, it's something that's generated uh, through uh, through success, through achievements. Um, but that's only possible if you've got that right support network and the right education um, to uh, to provide that platform for success. So, it's really interesting what you share around the idea of, I guess, from childhood as well, and 
um, and I build on that in terms of like you share people around you and everything. What qualities do you think people hold when they are very confident? Uh, so when, like, for example, when I walk into a room, into a into a classroom, when I'm when I'm delivering training, I know exactly what I'm capable of doing. I'm I'm, I'm prepared. I know how I'm going to deliver it. Um, I know that I know what I'm talking about. So I just have a an energy within me. I, I walk in, I stand up tall, my, nat- my, my shoulders are naturally back. I've got a, a posture, I've got a smile on my face. And all of that creates an energy that, that draws people in. And then that has the compound effect because people are engaged and connected with you. The confidence grows from there. Uh, but the reverse is also true. If you're not necessarily confident in what you're doing, then there's going to be lots of ums and ahs and thinking as you're doing, um, not being sure about what to say next. And then that comes across with a very, um, very different type of energy where people are a little less willing to, to engage because they're not sure that you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you build on something with somebody when they don't know what they're talking about? Well, quite often it's it's more that they think they don't know what they're talking about because they haven't got that inner confidence. Uh, right. So they, uh, they're constantly checking themselves. And that's where experience comes in when you when you're going into something new. So, for example, this is doing this podcast is brand new to me. And uh, yeah. so my uh, my confidence is a, is a little low and I've got a bit of a shaky voice and, and all that sort of thing. I'm sure if I did this 10 to 100 times. In the- right then I would be far more natural with it. So although I know what I'm talking about, the fact that this is a brand new situation for me just brings that confidence down a little bit. So experience plays a massive, massive part in in building your confidence because once you've done things successfully time time and time again, then it's not that you become lethargic or you become arrogant, but you just, you, you know what works for you. You know how to apply your knowledge in the right way. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's a big thing and I often say it a lot of, and you'll know yourself like with coaching that we when we don't really know um, our craft as well as we want to we get very um, absorbed with the hindering thoughts we have we worry about what others think of us what we sound like how we come across we allow all of those thoughts to come and all they do is just take you away from being in the moment and offering your true value and 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 really being authentically there and showing up as your best because um because those thoughts are just compounded by those doubts and and when you take when you take that away you're able to genuinely come across differently you can invest in somebody you listen you ask a bit of questions uh the conversation can be can be much i, I said alert term quite a lot but a lot richer I guess and that's definitely something that comes through like you share confidence that once you've done it time and time again you you don't worry about that type of thing that just goes out the window because you're just yeah. solely immersed in the purpose and what you're there for um, but that takes time and I think patience is a big one with that too um, and and just and like we say this idea of building it a few people have shared that confidence is like a muscle like going to the gym you've got to build on it all That's a great time. analogy yeah 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 well the gym's always a great analogy for everything <laughs> it. 
but it is um it is incredibly powerful to take the idea of how do we build the muscle of confidence mm-hmm. what well, just saying that phrase as i positioned it there what what kind of reflections are coming through for you well you put my mind straight back to when i when i first started the coaching uh, diploma yeah. first clients i had i had the uh, the book of 101 questions uh, yeah. lined up and every time it fell down my mind went oh no what do i do what do i do um but what i found by having that as a handrail it actually made the situation worse because yeah. instead of just having a natural conversation, I was constantly thinking about what to ask next, what to ask next. And as you well know, that's not coaching. That's mm-hmm. you're not a, you're not a giving your attention, your energy to your clients and, and responding in the way that they need you to. Yeah. So once uh, once I've done a couple and reflected, thinking it's not going that well, I just put the book away and just went with it. And I'll admit the first first three, three or four times that I did it without the handrail again compared to how I coach nowadays it was it was awful Um, but I learned through doing I knew that I could do it because I've been although I've not been a pure coach um, I've I've used coaching skills I've had coaching style conversations throughout my career as a trainer as a manager etc and so I just went with it just kept on digging kept on going used the uh, used the communities used the fellow coaches that I've connected with and and just got the advice and applied all of that and now I go into a coaching session I don't I don't have any preconceived uh, questions uh, that I'm that I'm going to ask I just go in there and I have a conversation and and the questions just develop naturally and that's what the confidence gives you is that ability to just go into something and just do it yeah yeah and and that's that's the awareness part isn't it and the ability to to reflect back and look what you've learned and then use those learnings to to bring you that idea of confidence Um, and you mentioned a lot around again like the idea of experience what areas do you want to build confidence in life so for me um obviously on your on your 21 day challenge you had the question that came through this morning and it actually choked me up a little bit um it's it made me really reflect uh, from a professional point of view um i don't the think the question again uh, so the question was um what part of your life would you like uh, or sorry what limiting beliefs yeah was uh, low confidence yeah. Um, and I, I thought about that. And I, I initially I thought about it as from a professional perspective, uh, mm. because obviously I want to I want to do well within within my chosen profession. Um, and I, I thought, actually, no, I know what I'm doing when I'm a trainer. I've been training for over 20 years. I've been a leader for over 20 years. Um, although I'm a fairly new coach, I, I, I like to think I've taken to it really, really well because I really love doing it. Um, so then I thought about my personal life. And although I've had a load of success in my professional career, um, in my personal life, I, I spend an awful lot of time by myself. Um, and I think one of the things that I've narrowed that down to is that I just don't believe that people are interested in me. Now, I'm not going to go into, uh, into the psycho um, the psychology behind that there, there's uh, there's going to have been experiences throughout my life and I can pick up on a number of circumstantial type of of evidence that would generate that belief but then when you're thinking about things a bit deeper you you you, you apply a hell of a lot more thought than you do when you're in the moment 
Mm. In the moment, applying logic to these limiting beliefs is very, very difficult because it's just in the moment, just how we react. So I think because I've had that belief that nobody is interested, I don't try. And then the knock-on effect of that is people aren't interested. So it's a self-fulfilling, excuse me, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, and those times where I have tried, I've either tried too hard and became really awkward, or I've just chosen the most inappropriate moments with the most inappropriate people um, that is just bound to lead to some sort of disappointment. Maybe because I'm, um, I'm subconsciously aware, so I'm, I'm kind of saying to myself, yes, I'm trying to give myself a little bit of credit, but I'm self-sabotaging at the same time mm. um, to prevent disappointment down the line. Mm. Mm. So yeah, if there was one, um, if there's one area in my life that I could, that I wish I could have more confidence in, it's about Andy Nisovich as a person, as opposed to a professional person. Mm. Uh, first of all, thank you for the share. It's, it's, it's incredible that you're so vulnerable with that. And, and that's where the inspiration comes through for people when, when they can be that. And, and I know that being uh, confident is about, being vulnerable too that's definitely something that's come through with people's examples and shares of, of what it means to them and um and and that exactly like you shared there this real idea of having to know yourself and yeah. for some people who've been listening to these podcasts over and over it's going to be like oh it's the same things over and over but that's the point maybe we're overthinking this maybe we make it really hard and actually there's that point that you've got to start from a place of knowing yourself really well yeah and and understanding maybe asking ourselves what the narrative is more around things not just confidence you know what's the narrative we tell ourselves what do we know about what we need in certain moments what do we uh you know know about how we have to manage our emotions it's, it's one of the things that i say that the education system is ridiculous about and it's missing you know who cares about pythagorean crap and i know someone <laughs> back, back on that when we don't know how to manage our emotions yeah and I've got this massive theory that could you imagine being with somebody on this, taking a bit of a case study, which you couldn't really do probably as a kid, but <laughs> taking somebody through their lifetime and looking at if you really focused on always helping them understand their emotions in a way that we don't at the moment, yeah. where they'd be as adults in regards to things like limiting belief, the amount of people that need therapy, the place where mental health is right now. Could yeah. you imagine the difference that could make to people if, if we really unpacked and explored that? You know, what you're saying there is absolute music to my ears because within the last 18 months, I've become a real geek about psychology and about mind management particularly. Yeah. I don't know a massive amount about it because um, you know, people study the field for decades and don't know everything. I've only been interested for the last 18 months. Um, but that, that aspect of mind management, why it is that you react in certain ways in certain situations, what's mm -hmm. going on in the different parts of the brain that makes you react in an instant, in an instant but then five minutes later regret it because yeah. the more sensible rational part of your brain has kicked in and why the emotions come out first before the logic and, and all that sort of thing if we could understand that right from primary school age and build that knowledge throughout people exactly as you say could you imagine the type of world we lived in today yeah yeah be uh, it'd be interesting so who's been your best mentor and why that's a good question. I don't know. There, there have been so many over the years. And so there's so many different types of mentors within so many different areas. Mm. Uh, so as a, as a youngster, my grandparents were huge um, influence, 
influences in my life. Uh, my granddad uh, was a para during World War II um, and then left and, and worked as an engineer. So, um, so worked very, very hard to um, make a, a comfortable or as comfortable as possible life for uh, him, his wife, and I think it was seven children. I think um, my my other granddad um, he um, it was Serbian he uh, after the Second World War moved over to uh, to England so he came across as an immigrant didn't know the language didn't know the country didn't know the people but again managed to um, settle down and uh, so they were both huge influences in my life and I think about um, um, colleagues and uh, and bosses that I've had over the years. Um, there's there's one uh, one one guy I worked for maybe about fifteen years ago ish. He was a he was a warrant officer. He was a big big guy, with loads and loads of energy. He's one of these people that just had that natural charisma that drew people in. Um, and whenever he spoke, people listened and people respected him. But it wasn't just because they liked him; it's because he knew his stuff. He knew what he was talking about. He didn't wing it. He didn't make things up as he went along. He just knew his stuff. And he, he put a hell of a lot of work into building a career where he did know an awful lot. Yeah. Um, and he gets that position where people not only liked him, but respected him um, for what he could do and what he brought to the party. So he was a, professionally, he was a massive influence on me. It's just the, the work that's needed uh, to do in order to, have that professional recognition and not just make it up yeah very very important and what's interesting is you shared as well about the fact that you've had lots of different mentors and sometimes it's a real challenge for people to think of somebody but that's the point and I was sharing this with my coach who was on previously today that we were just saying about you know it can be people that we've never met before as well and it's people like you say it's the idea of influence and and that's really powerful so thank you so much in sharing that Andy where can people connect and find you so my company name is one degree training and coaching um my website isn't isn't great the url is coachingbyandy.co.uk because that was my old part-time business before i decided to take the leap and do this full-time um but one degree uh, uk will take you to the website i'm on facebook and linkedin um pages are called one degree training and coaching and uh, so people see on there i'm putting my um my 21 day challenge journey is, is all over those two pages at the moment so there's lots of uh, lots of information with my thoughts uh, it would be great to hear from people to um hear their thoughts on the same questions even if they're not part of the uh, part of the challenge um, because i just love hearing other people's opinions because we all just grow um, through that um yeah it'd be great to connect with people get to know people and uh, and challenge each other's ideas explore each other's ideas etc yeah and then just to build on that in case people are aware that the 21 day challenge is a, a 21 days of uh, insights and challenges that get you taking action all focused and centered around confidence so things like you know what does confidence mean to you what are your limiting beliefs things to go and try and do like a walk out of nature and basically with premise that you then come back with an action and you've done something because that is coaching is holding people accountable and also the point that sometimes we don't have time we don't give 
give time to really think and explore things in order to bring higher awareness and change. So um, yeah, it's, it's been really interesting and it's been great to see some people really taking lots of different action. And uh, it's been beautiful to see so many different insights into what coaching, confidence and coaching means to them as well, really. So um, yeah, that just breaks down a little bit about more of the challenges, but um, it's definitely serving me. I know it's helping serve clients is helping serve people that I don't know which has been amazing to connect with new people so it's been um it's been great to do and I think if you I would encourage if you're wanting to do a bit more visibility or do something new to to get out there and try a challenge of people so um something that fits you though it's got to come from being you know authentic and humble to you it's really important and but Andy thank you so much for your time I really value it welcome thank you very much for having me on no you're welcome thank you take care thank you for listening to being confident from within I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you in trusting no matter what happens in any particular situation, you'll be able to handle it and learn from the outcome. I really love hearing from you. So please leave a review and let me know which part of the episode resonated with you the most. Have an amazing day.